0: Welcome to the Play Bigger Podcast, introducing our new segment called Coaching Soundbites. I'm your host and your coach, Danny Douglas Hunt. In today's episode, we are taking a peek into our high-level coaching containers with real-time coaching, real problems, perspective shifts, reframes to really help you, the business owner, CEO, visionary, play bigger. Now, you're going to realize you ain't that special. Who am I kidding? You're a freaking unicorn, but your problems aren't. And you'll see that you're not alone in your thinking, your problems, what you think is holding you back. And no matter what level you're at, you're not alone. We all have our ish holding us back. So let's dive in and see what we've got today.
1: I feel like I'm in this strange place and I do feel like there's something in my mindset that needs digging out here. I'm in a very wonderful place. So I'm doing my first real program on my own, my like, it's a monetize before you make it. Awesome. Um, I was oversubscribed, which is awesome. So I was aiming for 12 and I got 16 people. Amazing. We just wrapped up week four. Hmm. Um, so I got two more weeks and I love my people. They're so freaking awesome. It's a really cool group yeah. of people who showed up for this. They're super engaged. The thing that I've found is like, I have found that I'm like basically killing myself. Mm. for them them? yep um and it's out of like wanting to serve but I feel like there's something underlying this that I've been like yeah you can serve them without like always staying up till one in the morning and working all the evenings and like just everything I can possibly think of to give Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. I'm like I have to like I feel really driven okay Um, just like prove yourself make it perfect and it has gotten like kind of ridiculous because I'm so underwater in like every other area of my business yes I definitely like keep telling myself like okay if there's one thing that like you should focus on it's having this product be awesome getting rave reviews making it into something scalable you know Mm -hmm. quickly Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't always feel bad about the stuff that's dropping but it was luckily I I've just started with uh, an assistant because I literally didn't have time to like I wasn't reviewing my email and then like Really amazing opportunities are coming through, and then they're following up with me, being like, "You know, about it." I'm like, "Thought about what?" I was like, "Oh, of course, I want to do that. That's amazing, right?" Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I just sort of felt like, "Is this kind of normal when you're in the actual like execution program mode?" Like, social media hasn't happened in weeks. I'm just like not doing anything except just this program right now. And right, um, I sort of thought, "I bet this is normal," but also it does feel like I need to. I like release the steering wheel like not so like be mm-hmm. I just I like white knuckled through the whole thing
0: yeah and that's where had you not shared the fact that you're like killing yourself like I'm just using your words like I'm killing myself now, I'm up to one in the morning other things in my business are dropping then I'd be like yeah go gung-ho great but there's the fact that there's the result you're getting is the intention driving the result is where I'm curious and questioning about so a couple questions for you what would happen if you didn't serve them in the way you're serving them I think I'm very worried that like no one will get any results and I won't
1: have anything to like brag about. All right.
0: Okay, good. So now let's go there. So they don't get results, then what? Well, I think it's
1: the desire to scale this up quickly. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's supposed to feeling like I have to keep tinkering with it. So there's definitely a result to like get it right the first time. Yes. Yeah.
0: Attachment to that. Do you have a phone with you right now? Yes. What kind of phone is it? iPhone. Can you show me it? What version is it? <laughs> it <was> version one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> it doesn't not, like a version No, <laughs> it is not.
1: And it's a version eight. <laughs> you, you started laughing. Yes. I think I know uh-huh. where you're going.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's just like hammer it in though, because that's be real. <laughs> so beautiful. There's, there's a preoccupation of like you want your clients to get results. Of course, we're all in this business to help change lives and get people results. However, if the intention behind that action is one out of fear or scarcity or like, I got to get this perfect. I get it right. Or, you know, what if people don't get results and, you know, we go down the rabbit hole of what we make it mean to myself. That is what's driving your action right now is that preoccupation and intention versus you're just doing this because you want to do it. It's fun. You're serving like your cups overflowing. You're like, no, I'm killing myself. So first and foremost, you just hit on the head with the iPhone. We wouldn't have iPhone. What the heck is it now? 20? No, freaking no. We wouldn't have (laughs) iPhone 20 without iPhone one. Imagine if Steve Jobs waited to get it perfect before he launched this. And here's what I'm hammering more so. He launched it with like being really good, innovative, but it was like far from what iPhone 20 is, correct? Right, correct. He wouldn't have got to iPhone 20 had he not put it out there the first iteration where now we look back and it says it sucks, but it was great then. Had he not got the feedback and had people giving feedback, testing, trialing feedback, whatever. So, how can you approach this and see this is just, first of all, you crush, you month before you make it. You crush your goal from 12 to 16. You're in there. You're having fun, enjoying it. How can we start to see this? This is just step one. This is not the final iteration. This is even close. In fact, you don't even know what the final iteration is going to be. That's how exciting this is. Yeah. Did Steve Jobs know he's going to put like three freaking, I don't know, it's like four things on the back of the camera now. And like <laughs> a those features. Not a button. And then a no. button. <laughs> oh, don't tell me that. The USB charger. F that. That's his worst mistake ever. <laughs> um, but those things wouldn't have come had you not put out to test it and got the feedback to say, Hey, someone had to say this sucks. Oh, okay. I'm going to take that and make it better. Okay. And yeah. can you be I'm okay so with afraid that? Of anyone, exactly. I'm so afraid of anyone saying like this sucks. Well, let's like- go there. So what happens if they don't get results. Cause you brought this up twice now. If they don't get results and they say you suck, then what? Cause that right now is the intention is driving all your actions, which is getting the results of being burnt out and killing yourself and dropping the ball.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, I feel like so much responsibility to these folks like they trusted me right and I feel like beautiful I am um, I I you know it was scary for me to charge as much as I did for like a you know hey you're a foundation member but I still feel like you know I, I think it's the first time using a lot of these messages to like I'll give you everything you need in six weeks and how I'm like I'm gonna disappoint people you yeah, are feel scary
0: ah <laughs> I don't like that at all. I know you don't, but like, you're just plain and simple. You're going to disappoint people. Yeah. You're not everyone's yeah. cup of tea. There's going to be people come to the world and they're not going to like what you do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you like every type of music out there? Yeah. Do you like every type of ice cream out there? Most, no. Right, what, ice, what ice cream do you hate? I hate the raisin one. I hate the, there's there a raisins in it. Who puts raisins in ice cream? You, you're, <laughs> you guys are weird who eats raisins in ice cream. It's like raisin cookies. No. <laughs> But give me something you hate. Like what music do you hate? Let's go with music, then maybe it's easier.
1: Yeah, totally. Just like the super thrashy heavy metal.
0: Yeah, like death metal, like Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so someone out there yeah, fucking love like, death metal. Kind of yeah. Oh, they love it. And other people are like, I hate this. The more you step into your authentic self, the more you step into who you really are unfiltered, the more you're gonna be polarizing oh. to people. Yeah. And can you be okay with that? But remember like you don't like everything. You don't like everyone. You probably had teachers growing up that you're like, I hate this math teacher, but I love my English teacher. Like we all have this and there's a reason for that yeah. on this journey. Of course it can feel scary when someone's like F you, you suck. your program, sucks. you didn't get my results, da, 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 da but recognize that everything is just a projection or reflection of their own stuff. And they're either for you, they're not for you. Yeah. If you were forced to listen to death metal music, you'd probably be pretty cranky. That person making you listen to death metal music. Right and so can we get to a place of one recognizing this is the first iteration of many how exciting this is going to be your worst iteration right here right now is the worst iteration and it's just (laughs) better and better better and two expect people not to like you you don't want to have everyone like you then you're vanilla you're boring well and that
1: so that's what i'm I'm, part of me is like i've been so good at having everyone like me so our other our other that i launched with someone else with a co-collaborator that's a a week-long course we went like three cohorts. We were doing it one week every month. Yes. Without getting anything other than 10 out of 10 ratings from people. Ooh. And like it was like after we, so we've done nearly a hundred people and we got our first like somebody gave us a five. And we were like, what? Like we couldn't
0: deal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but we were like. It's been like a hundred people.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. you're we get talk some- about this though, right? Your brain's like the one, the one five out of 10, your brain's like, that's it, that's a threat. Yeah. Because it's only a threat though. Here's the part. It's only a threat if there's an inner belief that confirms that. Otherwise you'd be like, yeah, okay, cool boy. Like whatever. Yeah. Like if someone's like, I don't like you, you're the most narcissistic, biatch with your blue hair and whatever you'd be like. If you have any inkling that you, there's some truth to that, that will trigger you. Yeah. That's... You are like, I don't have blue hair, dude. Whoa. Okay, cool. And there's no confirmation in that you won't get triggered. Yeah. So I love triggers and I love our shit because it shows us where we're not currently free. And that the words that there's an underlying belief that we subconsciously believe to be true, but this person now just bring it out in front of you, right? Like for example, did you understand what I said? Yeah. Oh, I just said, you're like the most worst person ever. You should suck and you should never keep doing this stuff. Like you're horrible. Like how do you even walk into your house? No. If I speak a different language to you, or if I speak whatever the heck I just spoke to you, yeah. um, it is only us that attaches meanings and interpretations to well, words. Yeah. Right. 100%. So use this as a, where am I not free yet? Where's this trigger showing me that there's a blind spot? There's a subconscious belief. That's not useful for me. That's not true, but there's some subconscious belief right now. That's trying to say the trigger is just revealing
1: that. Yeah. To dive deeper on that, like, I can see it happening. Like literally mm-hmm. this morning, I noticed yesterday on my Slack group, a couple of people had asked questions and I was feeling like, oh, they're asking questions. And I was taking that as like, they have questions. I'm not doing a good enough job <laughs> because I didn't explain everything right the first time. Right. I was like, whoa, weirdo, like calm mm-hmm. down. Right? Great observation. Because um, <laughs> Does James get
0: questions? <laughs> yeah, of course. Exactly. A lot of questions. How many of us ask questions, but like the same question, like a hundred times. The same question comes up a 100 times easy yeah, right so what does that say does james not know what he's doing or maybe potentially someone hasn't quite understood it yet or got it or needs a different way of explaining it or something like again it means nothing about you until we make it mean something about ourselves and internalize it and i'm wondering if
1: there's like a daily practice or something because it's like sometimes i can notice it but especially if i'm like overtired Or get in the zone of like, no, execute. I have to do my best. And I'm just spent like eight hours making more content for them. I'm just like, is there something grounding I can do every day that just like resets me Mm -hmm. to this more calm, like, hey, it'll be what it'll be. And
0: it'll be fine. What would that be for you? Because there definitely is. Just everyone's different. So even if I said do this, when we can talk about some ideas, but what grounds you? Because some people get grounded by breath work. Some people are grounded by music, walking, being out in nature, physically grounding themselves with their bare feet on the ground. The thing that every entrepreneur should be doing, and at least once in their day, is finding white space. No thinking, no nothing, no music, no distractions. Just let your brain, meditation essentially. Yeah. But just finding some time where you can just not be thinking, not be focusing on tasks, not doing, not listening to distractions, like just white space. Yeah. And then we need to ask the question is like, what prevents me Mm -hmm. from? Taking five minutes to just calibrate. Where am I at? Where's my attention? Okay, cool. Is this useful for me? Like just a body scan, whatever it is, just check in and recalibrate yeah. and get present. And if there's something preventing me, then it's like, what's running for this? So I interviewed someone else. <laughs> it was so funny. It was on their podcast. Just going to warn you guys if I'm on your podcast, I made me cry. Not intentionally, but so we're talking about this kind of like how you tap into your intuition and stuff. And so we go down. She's like, yeah, but Danny, how do you find five minutes? I'm like, well, what prevents you from finding five minutes? And long story short, there's a rabbit hole of um, she had a fear of failure. And it doesn't seem like a lot, but you recognize that what's actually the intention, the subconscious driver for your actions that's getting your results. And hers was the fear of failure. That's going to come through with everything that we're doing. And no matter how much grounding and like strategy to do stuff we do, unless we start clearing that and bringing a light on that and shining of like fear of failure, okay, well, if I did fail and then what? And like going down the rabbit hole of that, all of everything she's doing. Consciously at some subconscious level is coming from the root of the fear of failure. Yeah. That's not sustainable. Totally. That's and nice. I want to challenge you with that. It's like, no one will get results, no problem. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. What would actually I'm, happen? Well, you tell. If,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what would actually happen though for you? And just start challenging this. Like, hey, well, what if no one got results? Yeah. What if someone did say, Your shit, this program sucked? Oh my God. Because here's the thing. And I, I'm being opposite like some people will say that but I'm I'm being exaggerating because our brain wants to go there. Like it's making the worst case scenario. So let's shine a light on that. Something for you said though is it's scary for me to charge as much as I did. What's yeah. scary about that? Has people been like this sucks I want to refund? Like has any of that stuff come through? Nope. And even if it did Polly does that mean anything?
1: Nope.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean I'm so saying... why is it, what was scary about charging a, a number on a screen that you could just change with your fingers up or down? Um, What's scary it about that? Just,
1: it felt like more responsibility to these people.
0: Yes. And if we feel like we have more responsibility and we're responsible for their results, no shit, we're burning out trying to stay up to one in the morning and dropping everything else. Yeah. So everyone here, are you responsible for your client's results? Take a poll. Who says yes? Wow. You guys are so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to
1: speak? Come on. <laughs> it's like everyone knows the right answer is no.
0: <laughs> Don't give me the right answer. There's no student answers here. Be your unapologetic self. Like- just say what you think. If you don't feel like that no is so grounded in peace and you're like, no, and it's grounded and there's not a hint of resistance and own the, a no. If you're like, ah, I want to say no, but there's a but there, then own the yes. Like, don't try and filter and be a student answer here. This doesn't help us. Um, okay, so we've got some no's. Yeah. Are Okay, let's change this for a sec. A personal trainer. Are they responsible for doing their clients' pushups for them? Mm. Are they responsible for going and buying the groceries and cooking all their meals and making sure that that person physically feeds them and has their food for them? Okay. And a ridiculous example, yes, because you can't physically do the work for someone. Mm-hmm. But what is that personal trainer responsible for to that client? Right. Providing the steps. Steps, coaching, accountability, Should what they be- said they were going to provide. So if they said, I'm going to meal prep for you, some of them do, then they'll meal prep for them. If they didn't say that, they're not responsible for that. So what are you responsible for?
1: So I think the copy that keeps coming back to me is this like, give me six weeks and I'll give you all the tools you need to succeed. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. I'll give you all the tools you'll need to succeed. Not I'm going to guarantee your success in six weeks. Right. Yeah. So are you giving them the tools that they need to succeed?
1: Yes. I hope so. Is it fair?
0: Well, you'll it's know. Like Iteration learning, one, baby. Right? Iteration yeah. one, baby. Monetize before you make it. iPhone one. You need to get a sticky note of an iPhone one and put it up on your computer. Does exactly, yeah. You? Now, you're giving them all the tools they need to succeed. Perfect. Is it fair people have joined BBD and James gives them all the tools and strategies to succeed and still people aren't succeeding and are taking longer than six weeks and taking longer? Da, da, da. It's a lifelong journey. And you're going to recognize what a perfect pitch. Hey, guys, you got all the tools now. Great life's going to happen. Here's the things you're not going to wear that are come at you that now in this new coaching program, I'm going to give you accountability and coaching and help you now apply these tools, implement these tools. Cause it's one thing to know them, but are you applying them, implementing them? I mean, and actually doing them. Most people won't, they'll fall off and, and this is why the next container is that.
1: I think I've been feeling overly responsible for that too. It's like, of
0: course, oh, they're not doing the program. I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. Are you doing it wrong? No. Yeah. Okay. So what's a more useful perspective and a belief to take on from this conversation that you will remind yourself of daily. I like, I like, to like that analogy
1: to like a, a physical trainer, right? Mm-hmm. That, that analogy to a physical trainer really helps me in that idea of like, which part is their push-ups.
0: Yes. I'll also play a little bit of a devil's advocate here because perception is everything. But when you see a leader in their space be completely accessible all the time, One in the morning, five in the morning, all the time. What do you begin to think about that person? Just maybe subconsciously of like, how's this person always able to message me all the time? Like, sure. It's like, wow, it's loving. I've got so much support, but like really at a subconscious level, what are you demonstrating to them? Your time is not as valuable. No, exactly. And we don't have boundaries. And so when we have boundaries and we create guidelines and expectations, which you can still implement moving forward. They now take the time that you do give way more seriously yeah. and they're seeing you as a leader and you're demonstrating, which is a big thing. Everyone in James's mastermind, it wasn't what he talked about is him demonstrating him living this lifestyle, his boundaries, his communication. They got more from watching how he shows up than actually what he said. Mm-hmm. And so you're in this position where you get to demonstrate that leadership to other people and what you do is so much more than what you say. Yeah. And so what kind of boundaries and expectations can you create? And this is a beautiful example of okay, where am I not free? Where's the trigger? Cool. Let's clear that. Yeah, great. But also moving forward, hey, does this work for me? No. Okay, well, then what could I tweak moving forward, even from this day on moving forward, that will be more useful for me so I don't get burnt out and I can focus on other things and you focus on my business too. And that's where you get to start doing the work on what is that, the guidelines, expectations that are gonna help you show up as your best self. Cause let's be real too probably we yeah. don't want the tired version of you who's burnt out right. you're not even serving your students as effectively as you can because you're so stressed out and you're you're running on low energy so like you're actually doing them into a service by overgiving yeah and they okay. say it's massive okay. tough love but when you're yeah. rested and you got your full cup and you've That's taken true. you filled up your cup first you're yeah. more effective as a coach and a leader
1: yeah yeah I mean it's, it's tough I just like uh, academically I know that and yet and yet what and yet at 10 p.m., I'm like, oh, I've got to do this for them or I'll just die.
0: <laughs> How many times did you say that? Because you you have like nine lives of a cat because you haven't died yet. And you're still here. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's this like it's this striving to like yes. go above and beyond, which I recognize is like that's not the energy to bring as a leader that you're mm-hmm. striving for their like affection and approval. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get frustrated because I keep slipping into it.
0: Great. So, what will change moving forward? Now that you have the awareness of it, what will shift and change moving forward?
1: My biggest thing is, I think I've been too accessible. I mean, to be fair, they are doing great things. Like they've set up so they're on their own, like some like accountability groups to help each other out with questions instead of like always coming to me. Right. I've got some kind of. People that I've talked to about being advocates in the class who had given discounts to and stuff who have been especially proactive about that. Smart. And so, and just noticing that I'd been like, I should go to those groups. Like, no, you should not. This is great that they're doing that. They are doing the James
0: great. come to all our coaching calls? Exactly. Yeah. Is James on here? I don't think James on here. What's up, James? Yeah,
1: exactly. right, before we say that.
0: <laughs> I don't care.
1: And I think the very root of it is that I feel. There's an element of like, I don't feel like I deserve the success that I've had. And mm-hmm. it feels like um this has come very easily. It's partially just because the area I'm in is so very hot right now. Okay. If you don't deserve it, who does deserve it? People that are selling. I don't know. People oh. who have been, been at this longer, who have been oh, okay. at this for longer, you know, like. And uh, how much longer? A year or two. I don't know. I can feel myself like punishing myself for not being who I'll be in a year or five right, right now. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, just be that person faster by staying up to all hours and burning yourself out, which
0: is not productive. Okay. So let me ask you, your version of you that has what you want and has the level of success you want stays up till one in the morning burning out.
1: <laughs> no, but I could get
0: there faster if I could. really,
1: Maybe. that's where my brain goes. I think.
0: Yeah. Great. So challenge that. Can yeah. I get there faster going to one in the morning? No, it's going to, I don't know. There's no right or wrong answer, but yeah it's challenging the intangible things we talked about, like not good enough, but challenging this thing of deservingness. Do we recognize that things like self-worth deservingness is a self-made concept? Yes. It's literally made up. It's a yeah. societal made up concept. Do you have kids? Uh, step kids. Okay, cool. Do you love those kids? Maybe sometimes So yeah. like, you know, when those kids are born, can you let me know at what age they stop becoming deserving? Right. No. What's the answer? <laughs> there's, there's
1: no answer. <laughs> I do not Are you think. sure? Yes, I am very. Is sure. this
0: this yeah. concept of self worth and deservingness plagues all of us? Mm-hmm. Like it is ingrained in us, and so okay, if there's no age that they don't stop being deserving, you just like ten or twelve? Like they kind of start becoming bitchy then. Like maybe I <laughs> mean they're going a little harder for it. There's I don't like know. a little period of not. There's deserving. like no. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so if there's no age for them that changes for them to become deserving, why does it change for you? Were yeah. you once a little kid one day? Back in the day, you're a little kid? Yeah. So when did deservingness change for you? When did you suddenly have to earn everything and deserve everything? You yeah. didn't do certain things, you had to deserve it.
1: Yeah. Here's
0: yeah, where sure. it comes into play, and here's how it gets ingrained. And it's for good intentions. The concept of self worth and deservingness comes from control. Plain and simple. For good reason. As parents, we don't want our kids, I don't have kids, but I have friends have kids and whatever. We can all relate to a kid, poopy diaper. You don't want that kid taking off their diaper in the grocery store and throwing poop around. So we use terms like good girl, bad girl. We use honor systems like, oh, badges and stars. Great. So at a very young subconscious level, we recognize, oh, if I'm good and I do certain things, I get rewarded. If I'm not going to do certain things, I'm not rewarded. So now it becomes a survival mechanism. I got to fit in this box, do certain things da, 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 to get this, to deserve this. And we make that internal connection subconsciously. If I don't do this, then I'm not this. If I do this, then I'm deserving this. But is it actually true? Is it actually useful for us to to take on the meaning of I have to do certain things or deserve stuff? Is that actually true and useful for us? Completely. completely. Great. So now we get to start. This is a beautiful moment for you to start dismantling that because we know people who work their asses off work so hard to burn out and are not at the level of success or wealth or whatever that maybe we would want not attain to. We also have people who barely work at all and are still achieve the same level of wealth, success and, and dreams. Like we can find an example of any belief that we want to embody. What is the belief that you want to embody and where can you start finding evidence for that? Because I guarantee you the version of you that has success you want does not fucking stay up to one in the morning tinkering and, and worrying about what people think. She embodies a very different mindset, very different identity, very different beliefs about herself, all that shit. Like this stuff's not even on her radar. So how can you tap into that version of you that already has that? And how would she think about the situation? How would she decide? How would she commit? What are her boundaries? What are her beliefs about herself, her business, her time, her deservingness? You tap into that. That's how you quantum leap your business. Because when we're coming from the place of intention of scarcity, fear, not deserving this, et cetera. We're just going to keep perpetuating that and get those results. That's the cause is creating this type of results. When we tap into our future self, which is what the fuck's the future. It doesn't exist. Hello. It's just now. And then now, and then now again, but when you can feel that and embody that and think like her now, that is when you quantum leap your business. Cause the intention and what's happening now is what creates that future. Get it.
1: I do. I do. So I want and
0: you I- to spend time. Thinking of that identity version of yourself, tapping into her. What does she believe to do? think of your goals? Think of your success. This is a really simple exercise for everyone to do. We only want things because of the feelings they give us. We get that, right? Like we only actually want the external because of how it's going to make us feel. So how do I start feeling those things now? How do I embody that now? Let's say I want a seven figure business. Okay. How do I make me feel, ah, maybe free, fun, abundant. Okay. What in my life now helps me feel those things well music makes me feel free. dance around like just be silly going in nature makes me feel abundant so how can i start hacking the system of embodying and feeling that now in my daily life so tap into that version of you how she thinks her beliefs her identity how she makes decisions how she handles problems embody her now name her if you want an alter ego beyonce a famous example sasha fierce she grew up as a very conservative person who was not beyonce So she had to create an alter ego called Sasha Fierce to step into an embody before she got on stage to perform like she did. And eventually they just became who Beyonce is now. Mm -hmm. So hack the mind because the mind doesn't know what's real or not real. Embody it, feel it now, operate from that place, your business explodes. I love it. Because internal actually creates the external.
1: I really love the idea of finding my Sasha Fierce. I'm into it. I want to
0: hear a name. Give me, so take some time to sit with her. Take some time. And like I want to hear a name in the Facebook group though, like what is her name? It could just be your name. It could be some cool made up name. Like whatever's gonna help elicit and trigger embody this. How would she think? Yeah. Cause when you're dealing with this kind of stuff, there's no fucking way she'd be doing half the shit you're doing. But it's of course it's because we're evolving and growing into that. Totally. Sweet. Cool. Totally.
1: Thank you. Very, very helpful. Thank you. No problem.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your time with me today. I don't take that lightly and it means the world to me. If you love this episode, I would love for you to leave a five-star review. It's simple. takes no time at all, but it helps us reach more people. Or two, you can share this with a friend. Did you have a perspective shift, an idea, an aha, a reminder, some motivation that you think someone else also could use? If you share this with a friend, we embody this rising tide lifts all boats, where if you share it and we change, we help other people too. And three, tag us on social media. You can tag us at Daniel Douglas Hunt on Instagram. We would love to know your wins, your ahas, your takeaways, and just to hear who's tuning in and listening. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot us an email or send us a DM. Otherwise, team, make it a great day. Go after your dreams, live life on your terms, and play bigger. Bye for now.